Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Hey, uh, with the great sounds of Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You in the background. It is, uh, we're just around the corner from Christmas. Uh, welcome to episode 121 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Sam with Bowser Consulting. And I guess I'm Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. How you doing, man? I mean, it was really nice for Mariah to write that song about me because if you listen closely, it's all I want for Christmas is Drew. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah the Scorpions, Scorpions did a couple songs about me too. It's oh, fun. there's no one like Drew. Wow. Wow. There, and, um, you know, for me, Bowser Consulting is an Adidas company, and you may remember what that acronym stood for for back in your school days. All day I dream about Sam. This episode got weird already. Here we are. Here we go. Let's jump in, shall we? That's where you say we shall. Certainly, Sam. I was curious what was going on there for a moment. You paused. I'm like, am yeah. I speaking? Or are you just taking a breath? You're on a roll. You're vibing. I got to be honest, I'd never heard really? the Adidas. Wow. Well, well, that's not the one we had said yeah. in school, but um, yeah. that's what I turned it into. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. I, I understand exactly what it is now that you've said it, but never heard it. Hang on. I've got to answer a call from Jern Sam Talk Training HR Department. I'll be right back. Anyway, uh, one, episode 121, we talked about pillars of knowledge in episode 120. We talked about communication, and then uh, we got into this Facebook thing. And what I've seen on the manager's best practice page, and quite frankly, all pages, the new thing Facebook is doing, is this anonymous post because social media wasn't uh, full of keyboard warriors as it was. Now you can do an anonymous post. But there was... Wow. I think we know where you fall on this, but continue. Well, I, actually, we don't. Because, you know, when it first happened, there were some people calling folks out uh, for using the anonymous post. And I think I was one of the first to defend it, actually, because I think that, you know, you and I both see as we travel around the country and visit stores that aren't necessarily our clients, that we could do a better job of developing people and we could be more supportive of people learning and we could be more supportive of people not having the same experiences, skills and knowledge that we have and i think that there are folks reaching out anonymously because they have fear of repercussion so that's just it right so so there's two reasons to do it the first one is i don't want to sound like can i say dumbass have we ever said that it's your show um we have now okay right that's the first one is embarrassment i think everyone knows this so i don't want to post my name to why i'm asking this question and those are silly there is no dumb question right and, and if you're feeling embarrassment over the question, we can talk about the whole 
leadership above and open dialogue and, and all of that, right? The ones where it's fear of repercussion. Yeah, that, those are the ones that always, like, I get it, right? Hey, uh, I'm moving. And, and if you're looking for a GM in this state, uh, DM me because if my franchisee knows I'm going to move, they're going to fire me today. And I still have another month here kind of thing. Like those are always the ones that bug me. Cause they seem kind of sneaky. Correct. But you know, let me come to their defense as well. No, 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 I'm, no, 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 no. They don't bug me to the person posting anonymously. It's not that at all. It's, it's the other side of it. Okay. That, 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 that person believes that the people above them are going to act maliciously towards them. That's, that's what bugs me. So again, let me, let me come to their defense because we do have some leaders out there that would act maliciously. There are some leaders that are out there that I'm saying it's a sad state that, that they have to do that. Yes. That yeah, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't against the Anon poster at all. The at Anon. All. I've it, never heard that. Anon. Yeah. Sorry. Is that what the cool kids are saying these days? I think so. Yes. <laughs> Cause I'm definitely not cool and I'm definitely not a kid. I understand having to do it around, you know, questions around pay around questions around bonus. I kind of get that, but everything else, like there was one the other day where it was an anonymous post about using a labor scheduler. Come on, you're you're doing that because you feel embarrassment around the post. Get over yourself. If you're if you're thinking the question, there are other there are a hundred on that on that group. There's a thousand other people thinking the same thing. Yes, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I think there's some posters that have ulterior motive. They're they're trying to prove to their leadership while they're right, and they're going to use some sort of mob mentality answer on Facebook to make themselves feel better about, about their position. Which is the nefarious side of it, which I mean, nefarious, Ooh, 50 cent word. The mob mentality doesn't work because there's no, there's no correct context to it. The question being asked is not the full question that needs to be asked. The labor schedule one was bugging me because it was a smart recruiter anonymous that's not smart recruiter, smart forecaster, anonymous post. Mm-hmm. And I, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago that I, I wanted to, to go on there because I brief part of the early project for that. And I was part of the sales part of it. And I, I, I was in on the labor piece. And then I was like, I don't want to be a part of the labor piece because I don't agree with what they're doing. And I think this will go wrong. And it did not, not to some like crazy place. I thought it would go crazy. Hey, you're scheduled for a $7,000 day. You can do it with one person because one store somewhere did it with one person. <laughs> I, I thought it would get there and it didn't. It went the other way. Hey, you're scheduled for a really slow lunch, have 12 people. But the only reason to post that anonymously to your point is because you want to go to your leadership and be like, you all are stupid. And you're not looking to find an answer. You're not looking to get better. You're not looking to share best practice. You're not looking to improve. You're just looking to prove somebody wrong. And that's that's a crappy reason to do it. And I think we've got to be really careful when we answer posts, anonymous or not. And, you know, you spoke to the fact that you're helping a, a client restructure their training. And part of that was team member interviews. And I'm sure in your many hours of team member interviews, You've caught on to the fact very quickly that some team members have agendas and that some team members don't have the luxury of the 30,000 foot view and they don't understand how, how, different, how different decisions affect different people. 
I was talking to a delivery driver last night and we were talking about compensation and he said, you know, we don't even, we don't even make X amount. And I looked at him and I said, don't you make tips? The response from the driver was that that money doesn't come from the franchisee. And I said, you know what? You're right. It doesn't. But the franchisee has invested hundreds of thousands of dollars to open this restaurant. And without that investment, the opportunity to make those tips wouldn't exist. So in a small, convoluted way, that money does come from the franchisee. At the very least, the opportunity to get that money comes from the franchisee. And I went on to say, um, you know, I, I still deliver pizzas every now and again. And once that money's in my pocket, I don't really care where it came from. I don't care whether or not it came from the franchisee or whether it came from the customer. But if it weren't for the franchisee, I would have never had the opportunity to be on that customer's doorstep to receive that tip. So I do believe that that's part of their total compensation program. So I, I may butcher this and, and whoever wants to can find it online and, and share. But uh, the city of Chicago has passed an ordinance through city council. I don't think the mayor has signed off on it yet, and I'm not sure when it goes into effect, but it was sometime in 2024 from the um, article I was reading where they were going to ban tipping. Oh my goodness gracious. And in the article, they talked to a restaurateur who owns five or six restaurants, two in Chicago, and he decided that he didn't want tipping at his restaurant. And so very clearly on on the bill, they had um, a service fee. I don't know, it was like 10%. And what they did is they went to all of the servers and the busboys and everybody who was pulled into their tips. And they said, you're all, there are no more tips at this location. You're all going to get the flat wage. And the flat wage was great, like 18, 19 bucks an hour. Yeah, all the servers quit after a week because before the flat rate, no tip, they were making north of 30. He couldn't get more servers in the door because they were making more with the tips everywhere else. Of course. He had a no tip policy at that location for six months and then had to go back the other way. I tell you this because, because to that driver's point of view, you're, you're spot on, right? Where the money comes from. But the customers in the United States are used to tipping when it comes to food for service. And there is no way, there is no way a franchisee is going to be able to pay you as if you never got a tip and have it come close to what your tipping earns, tipping earnings are. Yeah, I think it's important as leaders that we don't beat around the bush and tell our team members that we are running a for-profit entity. The reason that whoever owns the particular restaurant you're working in has invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into that restaurant is so that they can get a return on their investment. You know, the clients that we work with, I think are all interested in the Micron Pell mutually beneficial relationship where there's something in it for everybody. And there are certainly franchisees and business owners out there that are not in it for everyone. And they are making profits off the backs of their team members. But I would say for the most part, the franchisees that I know, and definitely the franchisees that I'm fortunate enough to work with, they do a pretty good job of sharing. And I think what our leaders in the stores have to do, especially for these drivers that are talking about their wages, 
is when you're checking a driver out, you got to do the math for them and let them know how much they earned that night per hour. Because unless drivers have changed a ton, payday was one of the worst days of the week at, at my stores because they'd look at their check and say, I didn't make any money. And I would always have to remind them that, oh, you did make quite a bit of money. I don't know what you did with it. And that's none of my business. Uh, but I got to the point where we had to let them know how much they made every night because we had to remind them of it because payday was so rotten. I'm going to offer a controversial opinion. I think that the, there should be pooling of tips. I'm not a lawyer. I don't even play one on TV and I didn't sleep in a holiday in express last night. I think that there are some challenges with that in some states legally that is as vague of a statement as I can make. So where that comes in is the the credit card stuff, right? Because no one knows who it's going to. What I mean is at the, at a normal restaurant, when you tip your waiter or waitress 20 bucks, they do not get that 20 bucks. Some of it goes to the bartender. If there was liquor, some of it goes to the back of house for the bus boys. Some of it goes to the line cooks, right? It's split out. So that $20 tip, and I'm saying 20 bucks, not because I'm overly generous. I'm picking a number that's easily done in my head might be 14 bucks at the end of the day to the waitress or waiter. Um, and then the rest is split up amongst the people that help that waiter or waitress deliver that food to you for that service. So that's, that's all I mean to it is that I wish that, that there were times in the stores where you could cash out that CSR or that, that pizza maker and and help them out i'm not looking to put the manager in on this and 90 percent of restaurants i know the managers are not involved in this in the tip out right so this isn't something that would go to the ams or the gms but it's just one of those like that kid on the make line that's been busting it for four hours so you could make your tips they didn't get any of that tip and you wouldn't get any of that tip if they weren't there busting it like there's there there's that that part of me that it, it would just be nice and it's just not a place where where we are yeah i worked in a restaurant many moons ago. And this particular restaurant had food runners and it wasn't a policy, but it was an unwritten rule that the servers tipped out the food runners and it wasn't, there were no guidelines around it. You know, you throw them a five, throw them a 10, throw them a 20, what, you know, whatever you felt like. I'd be good with that. I've just never seen that. Yeah, I've seen it occasionally where drivers have tipped out insiders, but not much. I mean, seen it where franchisees have tipped out insiders. I have, as, as a supervisor, a director, and a corporate schmoo, have tipped out insiders. Sure. I mean, as a consultant, typically, if I get thrown on the road, I will, uh, which doesn't happen often, but if it does, I'll typically not keep any of the tips i'll give them to the insiders that's a much different situation for guys like you and i correct i'm not ready to share my opinions on tipping i think it's just too volatile a subject i know that's why i started the state statement with controversial opinion i do think it's important as leaders and that when we're checking drivers out we let them know how much they made because they forget correct they just they're correct clueless for lack of a better term. I mean, I mean that with all the love in the world, if you're a driver and you're listening. And that's not just the driver. That's everybody. One of my daughters moved out and she's uh, adulting on her own. She totally did the what's FICA and why did they take so much of my paycheck? Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's funny. And our drivers are no different, though. Sure. So, yeah. Yep. All right. You got it. Math is hard, man. This gets us far and away from the Anon post, but it's still part of the Anon post, right? Yeah, I think it is. Because if you have a question about compensation, I understand completely. If you have a question about compensation, making that anonymous, because you don't want to throw somebody in your own organization under the bus for what you could deem as too much or too little pay. Right. Right. This isn't a retribution thing. Right. I, I, again, I, I'm all for the Anon post. I'm, I'm one of the moderators on there. So I'm on the post approval. I will occasionally approve some of those. And some of those I'll let somebody else approve them. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's worthy of being an anonymous post. I don't know how maybe Gus did it. Uh, but apparently I have rights now on that. that and I can Congratulations. say yes and no to people. I have a hard time saying no. And I think I do what you do. I'll, I'll, I'll let it, I won't say yes. And I'll hope somebody else says no. I have denied access to the group to people that don't answer the questions. If you can't answer oh, yeah, the yeah, three yeah. questions. I do a lot of denial. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't get in. Sorry. Yeah, I do a lot of denial. Yeah. Um <laughs> but but yeah, from the from the posting standpoint, I won't say no. I just won't say yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting stuff. Hey, uh, do the best you can to wrap this up. Um, I didn't even take any notes this time, so I have no idea what ground we covered. It felt it felt a little uh, a little scattered, but I know you take great notes and you do great at wrap up. So wrap up one twenty one for us. You know, I love that you think that because I'm looking at my notes and the notes right now are the anon. So here's here's the moral of the story, kiddies. Here you go. Are you ready? Yes, Uncle Drew. Ask your questions. Yes. If you're always. worried about asking them of your leader or you're worried that the answer from your leader is not something that you can be cool with, go online and ask your question. Yes. If you're worried about retribution or you're worried about feeling stupid for asking a question, post it anonymously and just know that silently I am judging you. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh, there's truth in every joke. Ask your questions. There's never a dumb question. There are only dumb answers. Like when people make up their own standards instead of just saying, check the standard. So just ask the question. That's what I would add to your recap. If you're going to answer the question, make sure that your answer is based in fact. Uh, checking the standards is always a great way to go. They are the world's best full-fledged expectations when it comes to making sure you're maintaining consistency with your brand. And if you are person to person, with somebody that asks a question that you're struggling with why they asked it. Think of our old friend, Mel and her five second rule and count down from five, catch your breath and become the developer of people that you need to be. If you want to make sure that you have any semblance of work life balance, they've got a question. Your job should not be to find out why, why they don't already know the answer, your job should be to help them get the answer so that they can perform and you can close those gaps in performance. This has been episode number 121 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. If you'd be so kind as to like and follow us, that would be amazing. We are on the brink of another milestone number when it comes to followers, and we would love to get that soon. And, uh, I hope that the season is treating you well 
in the holidays here, whatever holiday it is that that you choose to celebrate, uh, whether it's Festivus for the rest of us or Christmas or Hanukkah or or any other of the myriad of holidays, I hope that it brings you and yours all the very best. As always, I am Sam with Fowler Consulting. And I am Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. Go out there, ask more questions, get more answers, and sell more pizza. Have more fun.